Hello, Internet, and welcome to Disasterpiece Publishing House. I'm Matt Patton. Today, we have a little theory about Sonic High School. <laughs> yes, hello, and welcome to Disasterpiece Publishing House. I'm Dev Soloway. I'm Cy Metz. And this is a show about the good, bad, but mostly bad of weird internet literature. Dramatic, Dramatic readings, readings included. included. We're back uh, at it with Sonic Timber. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, I shot Matt Pat in the back of the head with a silenced pistol. Uh, so he's not, he's no longer here with us. Ah, good. Thank God. Yeah. So glad. How do you want to, I mean, it's it's been a while since we've recorded. Do you want to do like a bit of recap of what happened? Uh, uh, I would love that because I remember nothing except for laughing until I peed. <laughs> So, uh, we started out with Sonic at, uh, high school and he has, um, a really terrible problem with his balls. <laughs> They're very itchy and, uh, he gets made fun of at school for it. He's very, very much wants to have sex with his girlfriend, Amy. Oh, 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 uh, I remember, I remember the, the invisible SBO sex. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah that's where yeah, we left off. With Rouge where <laughs> built a generation in me. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's says, right. yeah, yeah. Um, just for for the audience' sake, uh, Sonic High School. Bit of context surrounding it. Again, content warnings <laughs> in the description. There's a lot of them. Please keep in mind this was written by a 12 year old. So like, there's some serious shit in there, but it's all talked about like a 12 year old who knows nothing about it would. So it's not really very triggering. Uh, some of the stuff I did censor though because it was a little, uh, you know. Uh, have to acknowledge our limitations there, but if you, I mean, it's available on the internet if you want to read the full thing in all its horrendous glory. Which uh, I highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's honestly, like, even the, the parts that are yikes are still, like, not only can they be funny, but they also have a lot to say, and like, maybe I'm getting a little bit on my soapbox here, but about how, um, the things that adults say, uh, affect, like, children, like, like, the biases that you express and how the how your children are going to regurgitate those biases you see that very much in sonic high school i also want to say like this is the reason you shouldn't make fun of children who post things on the internet a lot of the times they're just regurgitating other things they hear they're also kids so like don't do that you know <laughs> but yeah we, whoever this kid is unironically we love you thank you for writing this it's enriched the world your creation has enriched the world i would say and let's juxtapose that with uh the first sentence of the <laughs> next chapter we had front sex whispered sbo at the people at his lunch table sbo was at school in the lunchroom and also was tails and knuckles and charmy b and vector too <laughs> I ejaculated from my penis and into her body. Bet you haven't done that. <laughs> they had not done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you couldn't write something funnier if you tried. No, you really couldn't. You, couldn't. you really couldn't. <laughs> read it, read it, read it, read it. Wow. Cool. You are the coolest after Sonic, said Tails, <laughs> who was right there so he didn't have to shout. It was good not to shout, because this was supposed to be a secret. <laughs> Tails did not hear the whole school talking about Espio's penis and balls like with Sonic in Chapter 1, <laughs> but in a different way. Parentheses, sex. sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this next line. 
I wouldn't have thought anything about it. Uh, Happy Pride Month, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of Sonic, where is that gay bag? Said Vector, (laughs) who is the captain of the school's football team. Foot and ball capitalized there, by the way. Welcome to to High School High's football football team. (laughs) We're called the footballs, too. (laughs) A mascot's a football, but the European kind. It's ironic. Don't think about it. Vector was good at this because he was big and strong and had sharp teeth under his mouth. Just kidding, said Vectors. Sonic is cool. (laughs) See, I like the implication that having uh, carnivore teeth makes you better at football. (laughs) Well, he's like a big, you know, he's a crocodile, right? Larger, yeah. Yeah, no, but like, that's in the same sentence. Vector was good at this because he was big and strong and had sharp teeth under his mouth. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you know, Tom Brady's secret shark teeth that he has going on is the secret <laughs> to his uh, his football career. <laughs> Here I am making jokes about something a, a little 10-year-old wrote. You got it my fucking head at the beginning of this, <laughs> Dev, and you're a monster, and sh- one day you'll pay for your crime. Oh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, said Tails to Vector. Where Sonic was was somewhere else, (laughs) trying to find Amy, who was not at lunch. Sonic was knocking on Amy's door at her house. Are you home, said Sonic. Are you home? It was like Amy was not home because she was not opening the door. Sonic was worried about Amy because she was his only girlfriend, even if she denied his sex (laughs) offer. So he ran into the door and barged it down like it was made of nothing. Sonic was now in Amy's house. Amy's house was really pink because that was Amy's color. Obviously. And opened the door up. What Sonic saw next was what he did not expect. Amy was there tied up on her bed with a thing in her mouth so she couldn't talk. (laughs) Sonic did a scream and ran over to Amy who was looking at his with tears in her eyes. He did a scream. I love that. (laughs) You know how you do a scream? You know how you go... (laughs) (laughs) As you do. <laughs> hey, hey guys, uh, I'm going to do something real quick. <laughs> she looked sad and starved. Sonic united Amy, and she sat up and cried into Sonic's arms. It was awful, said Amy. He came into my room in the evening and tied me up on this bed and messed up the things in my room. Amy was right. Her room looked messy. <laughs> So get a maid, said Sonic, (laughs) always thinking about a solution to problems. (laughs) Who tied you up? Who was it? Be calm, Amy. Calm down and talk to me. (laughs) Sonic patted Amy on the back to help her. (laughs) It was Shadow. I saw him outside his house next door with a machine gun and a sword, going in his house to kill his mom, and he (laughs) saw me. He knew I saw him, so he tied me up like a brigand. Amy said all of this. (laughs) Sonic was shocked that Amy said this to him. (laughs) He remembered now in that other part, when Shadow said he was going to kill his mom, but no one thought about it more than once because Shadow was always a bad guy. What they didn't realize was that Shadow was serious. (laughs) Okay, Was it him who also said you would not have sex with me on Sonic Messenger? Said Sonic to Amy. Yes! I did not talk to you then, spoke Amy back to Sonic. So, how do you really feel about it? 
asked Sonic, whose brain was now humming with sex ideas. <laughs> Shit, I don't know, said he. <laughs> Still all worked up? Give me a day. Right now, let's get things right. So Sonic and Amy went back to school, where everyone else was besides them. Sonic and Amy saw Espio walking around between a lot of other people. Hey, here you are, said Espio to Sonic and Amy. I had sex with Rouge last night. Do not tell everyone. Right. Said Espio. <laughs> Who is going around telling everyone? Oh, that's right. You did. I almost forgot, <laughs> said Sonic. Hear that, Amy? And Amy was like, yup. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) And Amy was like, yup. There's no, like, quotations. It's just... (laughs) He he says the next line while Amy is right next to him, too. You gotta tell me all about it later. Later. So I know what to do it to Amy. Said Sonic and then turned around. Sonic heard a sound coming from down the hallway where someone was coming. It was a really fat guy that looked so huge to him. The fat guy got closer and closer until they could see who it was, and it was Rouge. <laughs> wow, you are so fat now, said Espio. <laughs> what? What's that about? <laughs> Rouge looked mad and surprised at Espio. Well, you got me pregnant, said Rouge. <laughs> Oh my god, thought Sonic to himself, without saying it with a voice. <laughs> she is pregnancy fat. <laughs> this means she will have a baby. <laughs> Amy was smiling for real to, ro- to Rouge. That's so nice. I hope you have a great baby, said Amy. Sonic tried to be a good boyfriend and said, Hope your baby is cool. I'm going to say that to every pregnant person I meet now. Hope your baby is cool. <laughs> Hope, Hope your baby is gr- cool. <laughs> have a great baby. Hi. <laughs> Hello, sir. Have a great baby. <laughs> Hope your baby is cool. I hope your baby is totally rad. <laughs> Hope your baby is cool. It's going to live in my head rent free. Oh, my God. Espio looked more worried than everybody else. So, am I going to be your baby's dad? Said Espio, worried and excited. Both. (laughs) (laughs) Better believe it, fag boy, said a voice that sounded just like Shadow's. (laughs) Shadow the Hedgehog comes onto the scene. Wow, bro, heard you got a lady pregnant. What a fag! (laughs) (laughs) I I know you're not doing this because you're my friend, but sometimes I feel like this show is an elaborate plot to kill me in a way that won't have the police coming after you as a suspect. Oh man, if I were killing you with this show, I'd be killing myself as well. It'd be a double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we All go, right. chapter 8. Shadow, 
Sonic shouted. It was Shadow. There. Surprised to see me, said Shadow. We all know what you did to your mother, screamed Amy like a crazy man. It was... Shadow cut her off and did not let her finish saying the sentence. You did not see anything. I am Shadow and I know how to commit crimes. You think I have not killed a person before? I have. Shadow crossed his arms and sneered at Amy, looking at her. But, but, I saw you, then Amy said. I didn't kill anybody. (laughs) By the way, I totally kill people. (laughs) You saw nothing. I stopped you, Shadow said. It doesn't matter. You were on your way inside your house to kill your mom, said Amy. (laughs) Amy shook around because she was all nervous, and her smaller-than-rouges-but-still-good boobs wiggled a little. (laughs) And Sonic thought it was cool to see, and he wanted to support... (laughs) Cool boobs. (laughs) I did not kill my mom. I was going into my house to protect her from Dr. Eggman, Shadow said. Ah, okay, said Sonic, (laughs) and Sonic and Espio went to class, because it started, and they are still in high school hallway. Uh, (laughs) He was trying to ship my Ultra Chaos Emerald Shards to space, so he could collect them in his egg space station, said Shadow to Amy in an explaining way. (laughs) (laughs) This ten-year-old literally is like, okay, so Shadow's about to mansplain. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta do something about him. I understand that you had a reason to tie me up, but do not kill your mother, responded Amy. I was only kidding because the other guys were all being too important about themselves, and I do not think that is a good quality for high school students to be. (laughs) High school students should be (laughs) nice and caring and not talk about themselves like they are the best because that will only make us all assholes, which isn't what (laughs) we should be trying to be. Shadow said that to Amy, and she understood that he was a good guy and had a reason for tying her up on a bed, even if he had bad times when he was dark and did crimes in the cityscape. They both went to class in different directions. around at the speed of sound. (laughs) Follow me, B and E. Trust me and we will do crimes in the city. (laughs) They both went to class in different directions, so the conversation ended. Later, after school, Sonic went to Sonic Messenger and talked to Espio. Hey, Espio, how are you? Do you know what you're going to do about being for Rouge's baby? He said to the, into the computer. Listen, Sonic, this is hard for me to say, said Espio into the computer, which went across the internet to Sonic. I want to get Rouge to get abortion. I'd like to pause to point out here that he does not write abortion. He writes abortion. To get abortion? <laughs> yeah, to get abortion. Like apostrophe abortion? <laughs> no, just like A space abortion. Like he thinks that's how it's spelled is abortion. So, <laughs> so Rish is about to get abortioned. Um, <laughs> Sonic- just one? <laughs> yeah, just ah. Uh. Abortion. Just a single abortion. <laughs> single, solitary abortion. <laughs> Sonic was upset because Rouge's baby would not survive it. In fact, Rouge's baby would die. There has to be another way, Espio, said Sonic in Sonic Messenger. 
But if you really want to do it, that's okay too, because it's your decision. See, this is what I mean when I say it's a 12-year-old regurgitating other things he hears. Her body, SBO's choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he's heard pro-choice, he knows of it, but he doesn't understand it. So that's what I mean when I say he talks about these things without understanding them. Good, because I want you to help me. I'm going to go to Rouge tomorrow at school and slip her the abortion pill in one of her meals. You will help me by distracting her from me, said Espio then. Okay, see you then, said Sonic. The next day happened and Sonic was at lunch. <laughs> the next day happened. <laughs> I love that. It's uh, like, well, nothing to do but wait. You know, it's funny. Transitions are the hardest thing to do in writing. It's really hard to figure out when to transition. And this kid transitions just so directly that it's like... Like he's hitting fucking... Doing a, a Red Dead Redemption rest by the campfire. Wait. Yeah, but yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, that is kind of how you actually do transition. He, he, just <laughs> hit, he just hit, like, T, wait 24 hours in Skyrim. Yeah, know? pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, how else are you going to do that transition? A day passed. Cool. You know, like, he did it the best he could. I don't know. It's just fun to see, like, yeah. developing writers. Obvi- obviously, I'm not going, like... Well, clearly this child should know better. Oh, yeah. It's just funny. I'm just imagining Sonic sitting stationarily still for 24 full-ass hours overnight (laughs) in the school. Yeah. And then, all right, time for for abortion. (laughs) Time for abortion. (laughs) Everybody gets abortion. You get abortion. You you get get abortion. abortion. (laughs) It's starting to sound less like a like an abortion to me and more like just a fake german food <laughs> we'll say it's we're that getting thing. B- abortion and sauerkraut yeah. some beets tonight <laughs> uh, All right. i'm both so. sorry and not sorry Continue. <laughs> the next day happened and sonic was at lunch i won the science competition but you didn't come sonic said tails in a sad mad way I want you to come because I am such a good friend to you, but you did not, but I won anyway without you. Tails was mad at Sonic, which did not usually happen because they were the best friends. Wow, sorry, Tails. I was so busy, and I did not know, said Sonic, trying to make Tails happy again. (laughs) Kiss my ass, dick, screamed Tails. (laughs) (laughs) to sonic and flew out of the room with his flying tails (laughs) i don't know if it's how i'm gonna be able to express to the listener exactly how hard it was for me to get that line out (laughs) i I saw you recoil (laughs) at least like five times uh it looked like dev (laughs) Kept looking back to identify, like, his mother's corpse at a crime scene. Just, like, a quick glance and a look back, a full recoil, and then a full body turn, and then another recoil. (laughs) Kiss my ass, dick. (laughs) This is awful, said Sonic. He is my best friend. Sonic knew this was a big problem but changed his mind to thinking about Rouge and Espio, and then went over to where Rouge was going to get the abortion pill from Espio. Vector was there, too, which was weird, because he usually was not. (laughs) 
Okay, Espio, are you ready? said Sonic, only to Espio. Espio shook his head yes. Hey, Rouge, how are you doing today? How is class? Do you have lots of homework? What are you eating for lunch? Sonic said to Rouge to distract her from Espio. Looks like Sonic did it perfectly, because while he was asking these things, Espio put the abortion pill in Rouge's salad. Rouge ate salads because she is thin. <laughs> Rouge answered the questions, but no one was paying attention because they were now glad it was done. Oh, uh-oh, what is this? said Rouge, suddenly looking like a shocked woman. <laughs> what? What is wrong? said Espio. He was worrying that Rouge found the abortion pill in her salad and was looking at it. I think I'm having my baby. Here it comes, Rouge said <laughs> this before she could even eat the abortion pill. So everyone knew the baby was coming for real. Oh no, said all of them together but Rouge. Oh no! <laughs> oh god, this is gonna this is gonna get rough. <laughs> this is gonna get real rough. Bear with me here. Rouge lied down on the ground and they put a curtain around her so no one could really see what was going on because it was gonna be gross. They could see a baby start to come out of her butt and it was crying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> everyone wanted the baby to shut up already because they were just trying to have lunch <laughs> but now there is a baby coming out in the lunchroom at high school mrs lesson who was also the school nurse said get out of my way kids i have to help this baby get out of rouge babies are too weak to do this by themselves Mrs. Lesson went behind the curtain and helped pull the baby out of Rouge's butt, and it was still crying, could you believe it? Rouge was exhausted from her baby, but Mrs. Lesson was not. Mrs. Lesson held the baby in her hands while it was still crying and held it out to everyone. And then snapped its neck mercilessly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, said Mrs. Lesson. <laughs> Rouge's baby was red and had long hair and big white fists. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist of the century. <laughs> you should have saved your keyboard for that. <laughs> well, SPO ain't the dad. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, man. <laughs> oh, a good 20% of the airtime of this has just been me howling like a, like a baboon. And guess who gets to read the next chapter? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Get to read about Knuckles' baby. This one, I think, gets pretty rough, too. <laughs> Fair warning. Rouge's baby continued to do crying louder than a monster truck. Sonic looked at the baby really close. Hey, Espio, said Sonic. Aren't babies supposed to look like you? <laughs> Rouge's baby doesn't look like you, but looks like someone else I know. Sonic rubbed his chin and thought about <laughs> who it was that it looked like. <laughs> yeah, Espio, Rouge's baby looks like Knuckles, said Vector. Cool. I'm gonna go tell him. I'm sure that's gonna go over well. Vector ran like a crocodile to find Knuckles and tell him that what he said. <laughs> Rouge was still on the ground, looking all tired and sore, and Miss Lesson was rubbing her butt 
because it was hurting from the baby that came out when she gave birth to her baby. This dang baby was still crying. <laughs> Espio looked worried about it. You guys are right. Why does not that baby look like me? Espio went over to Miss Lesson, who was holding the baby still, and looked at it closer and still could not see himself in the baby. This does not make sense, said Espio to the baby. <laughs> Just shouting at the baby. <laughs> Look at me! How am I your father, you, you wretched creature? I will destroy you, said Espio. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just then, Vector came out of the door, and there was Knuckles too, huffing and puffing and looking surprised. Knuckles went right to Rose. To Rouge and looked at the baby. <laughs> Why do I keep forgetting how this titty bat's name is pronounced? <laughs> Knuckles went right to Rouge and looked at the baby. Wagoo, he said, making that sound when he saw the baby, Rouge's baby, <laughs> that looked like him. The baby was still crying. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yelled Knuckles at Rouge. Why did you go and have a baby? Now I gotta be your dad. <laughs> he kept yelling at her with the maddest feelings. Knuckles thought about his horoscope that he read this morning, and it said, Your biggest fear will come true, so you better watch out. Can you imagine if horoscopes were like that, though? <laughs> Just one twelfth of the population, your dog will die. <laughs> Just like one in every twelve people, just like, I... Yeah, I saw a clown with my dad's face fuck my dog. <laughs> Another one. Uh, rule of threes, I gotta do a third one. I had to assassinate Matt Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Internet, and welcome to my underground bunker. Today, <laughs> You know they found Matt Pat in the, uh, they found Matt Pat in the Unabomber's cabin. Really? No. Amazing. <laughs> Where were we? I don't remember. Uh, oh yeah, Knuckles yeah. horoscope. <laughs> Knuckles horoscope for today. Now he knew what that meant. It was about Rouge's baby because Knuckles did not want his responsibility. It is harder than having a dog. <laughs> Rouge was tired and Rouge's baby was crying, but Rouge was crying and scared of Knuckles' volcano rage and said, "I'm sorry." It was supposed to be Espio's baby. I'm sorry. It wasn't because he would not treat me like this. <laughs> what Rouge said sent Knuckles into the next level of his anger. He <laughs> turned even redder and looked at Espio. You tried to have a baby with her? Rouge is mine. <laughs> you are not allowed. Knuckles charged at Espio, but Vector held him back. Sonic thought, Vector, why would you bring him here if you just know it was going to cause trouble? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent freaking point! Yeah, uh-huh. Vector's just sitting back with popcorn like, oh, this is messy! I'd hate, I hate to be in the middle of this! Anyway, Knuckles, <laughs> oh yeah, that bitch fucked him. Yeah. yeah. Imagine how funny it would have been if, like, Sonic said, Vector, why would you bring him here? And Vector would have been like, because I wanted to cause problems on purpose. <laughs> like, imagine yeah, how I, great I, that would have been. I actually did bring a lunch, so I've got some free time today. <laughs> I got 30 minutes to kill. This seemed fun. 
I just, you know, I saw I saw the baby come out of her butt, and I just, I had, I had to take my opportunity, you know. Oh, I love this pick. I love it oh, so much. Oh my god! I do not apologize for everything slowly getting more uh, northeastern. Espio <laughs> said, "What? I did not know you are not boyfriend and girlfriend." Espio seemed scared, but still kind of calm. We are, but it was a secret. Now you have to pay. <laughs> Knuckles kept trying to get at Espio, but Vector was holding him back. And thank goodness Vector was here because he was the captain of the football team and could restrain him like a crocodile seatbelt that could also talk to you. I love that. <laughs> I love this. Crocodile seatbelt that could also talk to I'm you. I'm trying my best to get like that 10-year-old cadence. Knuckles could not get to him, so he said, Tomorrow... We will fight. Meet me in the hallway at the end of school and prepare for me to beat on your ass, shit man. (laughs) (laughs) Knuckles stormed out of the lunchroom and went away. Rouge's baby stopped crying and said, No, come back. You don't have to fight Espio. (laughs) But it was too late because Knuckles was so gone by then. I love how this baby can already talk. Father, there is no need for violence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that, like, actually happens at some point. (laughs) I mean, that's literally what just happened! No, 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 but I mean, like, better. Okay, Okay, I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind a little bit here. I'm just making sure we're reading the same words together, right? It's like a magic eye painting. You see, like, different things every this time you read it. This is a surrealist masterpiece. It I, really is. Yeah. I feel my psyche unraveling the deeper we go. Incredible. It's it's a journey, man, I'm telling you. Rouge patted her baby on the head and said, You should go to sleep and get your rest, baby. You are probably tired from being born. <laughs> the, the from being born is my addition. Yeah. So Rouge's baby went to sleep and was finally quiet. Espio tried his best to look like a big tough guy and not panic, but he was secretly scared and went back to doing what he was doing before this baby thing happened. So did Sonic, too. The rest of school and getting home from school happened. (laughs) Sonic did not see Tails or Knuckles for any part of it. Tails was still mad at Sonic. Sonic took out his Sonic phone on his way home and called his girlfriend, Amy. Hi, Amy. So did you decide if you wanted sex, said Sonic? (laughs) You know, said Amy. Sonic, I am just too stressed out and nervous by everything going on at high school. Things are so crazy. Damn, said Sonic, (laughs) and hung up the phone and finished getting home. (laughs) Hey, bitch, you DTF. No, not really. I ain't bye. <laughs> like he doesn't even say bye. He just goes, damn it, and then damn. hangs up. <laughs> damn, gotta get my dick wet somewhere else. Beep. Damn. 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 Bye. Damn. Minus bye. Yeah. Christ. Sonic thought he would never be true boyfriend and girlfriend with Amy at this rate. It was almost like she had a second boyfriend that Sonic did not know about. And that is why Amy did not want sex from Sonic. From Sonic. Sonic! Oh my god, I glossed over that. I just noticed it too. That's the first time I've seen that. Sonic had dinner and then went... (laughs) Sonic had dinner and then thought about his friends. Espio and Knuckles were both his friends, but they were intended to fight. What would Sonic do? Sonic figured that they are still both his friend, 
And he would go visit Espio because he was not the one who said to fight. And because Knuckles had spikes on his hand, it would make it hard to beat him in a fight. <laughs> Sonic went to Espio's house. I mean, Sonic's got a point. <laughs> yeah, so does Knuckles. <laughs> Ding dong, said Espio's doorbell. <laughs> and Sonic waited at the door. Espio showed up at the door and opened it. Hey, Sonic, thanks for coming, said Espio to Sonic. You gotta help me prepare for this fight. We can start by learning how to get rid of puncture wounds. <laughs> I was trying not to look nervous to Knuckles, but I actually, I was. Also, did you hear about Charmy B? Nope, I did not hear, said Sonic back to Espio. Knuckles kidnapped that little gay and is threatening to hurt him <laughs> if I don't show up to fight him tomorrow. So I have to especially now. Because the gods will crush my soul even if Charmy B is an annoying idiot loser, said SBO then back to Sonic. Oh no, that's really bad, said Sonic. <laughs> Sonic knew this now had to happen too, because his morals were probably the best ever. He did not know Knuckles would stoop to such a mean thing. Pussy makes a man do wild things. <laughs> yeah. Sonic and Espio then walked into Espio's house and up the stairs to Espio's bedroom. <laughs> Could never be me. <laughs> Our other friend is here too, said Espio, just as he was opening the door to his bedroom. Espio finished opening the door, and there was Tails, who was standing in Espio's room. The moment Tails saw Sonic, his face turned into a salad of anger. The devil and lava. <laughs> Excuse me? This kid... His face turned into a salad of anger, the devil, and lava. This this kid is like... He's like, an alien! <laughs> I know. It's a junior Shakespeare. Like, imagine that, that level of imagery and metaphor is just so beyond what a anyone... A salad of anger! A salad of anger, the devil, and lava. <laughs> I, I want to just start saying, I am a salad of anger <laughs> in normal life. I'm a salad of anger. Oh, I think it's a good time to take a quick little break. It's a great time a to take break. a break. Uh, we'll a be right break back with more Sonic High School, folks. And we're back. I feel like ordinarily I'd ask you for some predictions, but this, this fic is impossible to predict. <laughs> no, I do have a prediction. Oh, what's your prediction? Uh, my prediction is that uh, the baby is going to be literally Jesus Christ, who will ascend to his throne in heaven at the right hand of God. Your predictions, man. <laughs> your predictions. <laughs> they're always either wildly wrong or there's some weird element of truth to them. <laughs> I, I don't like how you're not clarifying which one of these they are. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't like that answer! <laughs> Chapter 10. Why do I breathe horrid <laughs> life into this world every time I open my foul mouth? It was like this before. <laughs> I'm jumping in, I'm jumping in. Why are you here? Screamed Tails with the anger of a million angry birds. Whoa. <laughs> Sonic was shocked because Tails was his best friend. And Tails was smart. But Tails was super pissed at Sonic for not coming to the science competition, even though they were best friends. 
Sonic moved his mouth, but words didn't come out because he did not know what to say. Sonic was a mixture of mad and sad and frustrating because he did not know what he could do to get Tails to be his best friend again. At times like this, Sonic thought about Amy's fine body because he set, it set his mind at ease. Ease being <laughs> a capital E possessive. Yeah. Not <laughs> like capital E apostrophe S. Like <laughs> it set his mind at ease. I am here for my friend, said Sonic. Our friend, Espio. We are still friends too, Tails. You are just too mad to see that. I know what I see, said Tails, kind of screaming. I am so smart. (laughs) (laughs) Espio tried to get in between them, even though it was his house that they were in right now, and said, guys, please, let's just make sure I can fight Knuckles and not get owned. Sonic and Tails ignored him for the moment and continued to be in a fuss. I am sorry, bro. I don't understand. What can I do to make our friendship the best one ever once again, said Sonic to Tails. Tails wiggled his two tails and looked to the side in a thinking way. (laughs) I don't ought know, said Tails to Sonic. But you know what? Here, take this. Tails took out a blue book from a spot and threw it on the ground in front of Sonic. It was what was when Sonic looked at it. It was Sonic's journal. <laughs> what? How did you get this? Said Sonic to Tails. I gave this to Miss Lesson before she read about my balls problems. <laughs> <laughs> Every chapter is about his balls. This is arguably the most baffling bit of dialogue in this entire fic. All right. Lay it, lay it down because I don't <laughs> fucking believe you. <laughs> it's just, it's a weird, to me anyway. Uh, it's from Tails. I lied. I did not go to the science competition that night. I still went to school, but instead of going to the science competition, I used my science hat of invisibility to sneak into Miss Lesson's room and get your journal. I wanted to get your journal so that no one else could read your business and see your gay ball problems that I know you still have, even though you think you are getting better. I was going to give it back to you, but you were not there at the competition like you should have been, even though I am such a good friend to you. Even now, when I could have been reaching my moment of genius, I was doing a thing for you because I want you to be happy, Tails said to Sonic with a voice of emotion. I have a million questions. <laughs> none I of think that, that was pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, but, like, none of it makes sense also. Like, so, like, he's mad Sonic didn't show up to the competition, but he didn't even go to the competition, even though he won the competition. But he's, and he used the invisibility hat to sneak into school, even though that invisibility hat should have currently been, if the timeline is correct, on Espio's head while he was giving Rouge a fat cum shot. Like, it's... What? <laughs> like, I don't know. To me, that's just such a weird... So, like, Rouge gets not a baby put in her. Espio gives the hat back. Tails steals the gay ball problem journal. Goes to the science competition to rake in the gold. Notices his buddy Sonic isn't there. But he said Fuck he did. Fuck you and your gay ball problem. But he didn't. <laughs> he said he did not go to the science competition that night. Huh? At all. So what's the point? Like I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to read too much plot into this when I shouldn't. You're you're getting a little hung up on the gay ball problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it becomes a more important plot point later. Sonic's gay ball problems are. 
Well, we'll, we'll see. Well, is, is the problem that he wants to have sex with a lady, but his balls are gay? <laughs> is that it's, why it's a gay ball problem? <laughs> I want you to, right now, put in a prediction of what kind of significance you think the gay ball problems are going to have on the plot. Okay. I, I, I feel like I should get three guesses. Okay. I'll give you three. Because there are three directions I think you can go. Okay. Either... His gay ball problem is a metaphor for his insecurities, and he gets over them, and he finally gets laid. No, no, no. Try again. You're thinking like an adult. Think like Hold a Hold on. Don't fucking spoil. <laughs> don't, don't tell me. Stop okay. that. The other is that his gay ball problem is going to be the reason why Amy doesn't want to bone him, and because she doesn't want to have itchy balls either, you see. Yeah. Uh, and the third option is that he somehow uses it to fight Eggman. <laughs> God. <laughs> that would be so funny if it were true. <laughs> Eggman, you might have the Chaos Emerald, Thank- but you also have, and then Sonic rubs his balls <laughs> on Eggman's balls, and then Eggman is too distracted by his now itchy balls. <laughs> See, now, <laughs> now you're thinking like a 12-year-old. Now you're thinking like you're in the right headspace. You're getting there. You're getting there. It's not there yet, but you're close. <laughs> oh, hey, look, the next sentence. Sonic rubbed his gay balls all over SBO's gay face. <laughs> God, I don't even remember where it was. Um, I don't know okay. I've got it, I've got it, okay. I became unstuck from time, like Billy Pilgrim there for a second. Yeah, Sonic High School certainly brings out a lot of emotions. Sonic did not know what to say. High school drama was so insane to be a part of. Sonic picked up his journal and felt like he was going to cry because he was being an asshole jerk to his best friend who was only trying to make him happy. Tails, you did not have to do this, finally said Sonic respondingly. Respondingly, I feel like we're back in Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. <laughs> he verbed adjectively. What matters is that I did, said Tails, and all that you did not care for my special day because you were too busy trying to be true boyfriend and girlfriend with Amy. Goodbye, Sonic, <laughs> said Tails right before he flew out Espio's bedroom window with his flying tails. And then he did. This is so shitty, said Espio to Sonic. <laughs> who is now the only other person in his bedroom. I still have to fight Knuckles tomorrow, but your different kind of fight with Tails is just as crazy. I don't know. I think Tails is actually kind of reasonably mad, whereas this thing with Espio Knuckles is batshit insane. Yeah. <laughs> that is for me to figure out with Tails, said Sonic. Let's get back to making sure you cannot be defeated by Knuckles. Sonic and Espio spent all night in Espio's bedroom, reading books and watching videos about fighting, and learning how to be the best at it. By the time the night was over, Espio was ready to face Knuckles. They went to school on this new day, and school happened, and was over, and now they were in the hall, where Knuckles said to meet him to fight. There was a crowd of people around him that included Sonic, who looked worried, Rouge, who looked worried and with her baby, and Vector, who was smiling. Also in the crowd was Tails, and with him, Cream the Rabbit, who was Charmy B's girlfriend. Cream was a little... Sorry, I, I just got a little bit of a whiplash from remembering 
in our Tales Gets Trolled reading that she was brutally fucking incinerated. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> some different stuff happens to this Cream. Oh, uh, no. Who was Charmy B's girlfriend. Cream was a little woman and pretty smart, but not as smart as Tails. Her boobs were smaller than both Amy's and Rouge's, oh. but they were still high quality in their own way. <laughs> it is surprising to most people that a gay like Charmy was even allowed to have a girlfriend. <laughs> but it just goes to show you that the impossible you is not a, what you think it is. <laughs> you have a girlfriend? That's pretty gay. <laughs> then Espio jumped over the crowd into the middle where Knuckles was. So you decided to come anyway, said Knuckles, yeah. even though you know your ass is going to get torn up by my moves. I do not want to fight you, Knuckles, said Espio to Knuckles, but I am doing this for Charmy and Rouge. I am doing this for Charmy because you kidnapped him and for Rouge because you do not respect her baby. <laughs> then let's do this, said Knuckles. Knuckles charged at Espio with his fists like an elephant running at a hunter trying to kill him for his powers. But Espio jumped out of the way and onto the wall like a pro jumper, which he learned how to do last night. Espio jumped at Knuckles with a kick move, and Knuckles punched at his foot, and they met with a purple and red explosion of power that knocked them both back. Wow, that's so fucking I know, sick. it's so fucking red. They continued to jump around and attack each other, and they did this for a while. It was difficult to watch for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is animated really badly! <laughs> Said Amy. <laughs> Rouge was in the crowd with her baby. This is so difficult to watch, said Rouge. Violence should not be a solution to conflict, said Rouge's baby, peeking out between his hands. <laughs> what is wrong with me? You are right. Why do people. Why Sorry. do. Why do you. I'm giving you an asthma tag again. Uh, you were right. Why do people do like this like this? I hate it, said Rouge to Rouge's baby. <laughs> Rouge had become a different person since she had a baby. She used to only be sexy, but now Rouge was sexy and matronly. Whoa, this is a 10-year-old kid processing some stuff. Yeah, well, oh. I mean, she, what he's saying is that she's a MILF. That's what I mean. Like, this is this is a kid discovering what a MILF is for the first time. Yeah. And not really knowing what to do with it. Yeah. Like I said, imparting things yeah, it's on always Yeah, it's always Sonic. It's always Sonic where, the, where, where you get your, your first little seeds. <laughs> I need to read you this next line. I don't know. Yes. Fuck this evil world, said Rouge's baby. <laughs> 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 Rouge then revealed her boob to her baby and had him eat from it as a baby would do. Rouge's baby thought this was the best part about being a baby, because not everyone would get cool boobs like this delivered to them on their doorstep like a milkman. Babies did not have much to worry about anyway, so Rouge's ace boobs made paradise a reality for baby. <laughs> I have a feeling, said Rouge's baby, you should lie down and relax. So Rouge laid down on her back and the fight continued to go on. Knuckles and Espio were both bloody and gross looking. <laughs> <laughs> like two waiters who were holding messy foods and then walked into each other, causing their meals to launch to the air and then fall down on them and ruin the nice clothes they got from the store. <laughs> Imagery. I love it. They were breathing hard and were tired, but they kept going, jumping and kicking and punching and running. It looked like two people doing a dance, but hitting each other also. 
Knuckles kicked his feet out at Espio, but Espio jumped up and dodged them and came back down and hit Knuckles in the mouth and knocked him on the floor slash ground. Is this enough yet? Are we done? shouted Espio to Knuckles. How will this ever end? Knuckles looked up from the ground at Espio standing over him. Knuckles had a twinkie in his eye as he looked up at Espio. He looked gaily into his eyes, looking forward to his his romantic touch. Espio, I hope this doesn't look gay to the viewers. (laughs) Espio, I bet you have an unsucked cock right now. Let me fix that for you. Oh my god. And as he looked up at Espio and crawled towards him, Espio did not do anything but watch him and feel dangerous. Huh? Come closer, said Knuckles wait, in a whisper voice. Wait, wait what? <laughs> so Espio bent down and put his face to Knuckles's. Knuckles looked up and down Espio's sweaty purple body <laughs> and into his eyes and said, I respect you, and then grabbed his face as gentle as a deer and kissed him on the mouth. <laughs> when Knuckles kissed him... He did it extra hard, sometimes with his eyes shut, and sometimes looking into Espio's deep yellow eyes that looked like a circus of loving men. <laughs> their tongues met in the middle of their mouths like two chicken cutlets. They were acting like cats that loved each other. When Espio was watching fighting videos last night, he was not expecting he was going to have to do kissing too. But he liked it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They went on kissing for a full minute while everyone watched, (laughs) wondering if they were done fighting or just taking a break to kiss. Finally, okay, but why is a passionate gay kiss the best written part of this so far? I know. I really, I don't think this kid, like, I think this kid's like bisexual or something, or he doesn't know what like gay means, and he's just like figuring it out as he writes Sonic fan fiction. Or he's making fun of them, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just it. It gets weirder. I think. Finally, the back part of Knuckles's body began to lift off the ground while his mouth was still making out with Espio. Eventually, the power became so strong that his mouth was removed from Espio, and their spit was like a shiny extension cord that connected an appliance to a wall outlet. That, this is a kid describing something he saw in hentai. Probably. Look. Knuckles then began ugh. to glow while floating in the air, and the whole place became a little windy. On the side, Tails said to Cream, Wow, I know what this is. This is... This is a rare moment... Give me a minute. (laughs) This is a rare moment of science we will never see probably again in a lifetime or ever. It is called a body donation, and it was invented by Einstein. It is when someone reaches a moment of such powerful love that they can choose to restart their lives as part of the person they love. Einstein invented this by making his wife love him so much that one night during a romance pasta dinner that she became a baby that was like him, but then he killed his wife, the baby, because he thought it was too dangerous to have her live on the world without testing it in a laboratory first. It is a fact that if it looks like magic, it is not magic, it is science, so deal with it. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Okay, I take everything back. That's the most baffling paragraph in this. What? 
I'm just going to move so, on. So, hold on. So, <laughs> the reason why Espio's baby looks like Knuckles is because it's secretly, he's secretly in love with Knuckles. What? I don't, I don't think this is something, I think this is one of those things where we're just going to have to let it be what it is and not pick it apart because, I, man, <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. There are very few moments on the show that leave me speechless. Actually, genuinely speechless. This is one of them. Yeah, I'm just going to keep going. Um, and we can just pretend that didn't happen, okay? <laughs> God. Knuckles glided on the wind forward through the crowd of people in front of him and into Rouge's mouth where he disappeared into? What? <laughs> it was a good thing Rouge's baby had premonitions and told her to lie down as then Knuckles did a U-turn in Rouge's sex-filled body and came out of her butt as a newborn baby that looked like Espio. This was all- This was all science! What? (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 Oh my god. I'm- That's a real thing someone wrote. (laughs) That's a real grammatical English sentence that a human thought of and then wrote down. Knuckles glided on the wind and posted on the internet. Through the crowd of people in front of him and into Rouge's mouth, where he disappeared into. It was a good thing Rouge's baby had premonitions and told her to lie down. So then Knuckles said, You turn in Rouge's sex for body and came out of her butt and you bored baby that looked like SPO. This result. Whoa! What? It's all science. I mean, well, we gotta. Every- well, everybody, I'd like to thank uh, Aria for doing the theme music. No, we can't. We have two more chapters we have to do. We are approaching an hour. We, I cannot continue. This I, is a I terrible think- way to end this episode. I think this is the only way to end this episode. <laughs> I hate that you're right. <laughs> oh, my God. I repeat, I would like to thank Aria. For the use of our theme music, <laughs> you can find her on Twitter at Tuglitch. Yes, thank you, Go Aria, her. for the the special uh, music. And uh, if you can follow us on Twitter, subscribe to me on Patreon. Keeps the show going. Uh, we're already going to be ahead in episodes, so if you want to, you know, binge the rest of Sonic Timber, subscribe on Patreon. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I'd like to repent for my sins while I'm at it. <laughs> De- uh, Read my webcomic. Read while my webcomic. While recording this, uh, Dev is on his phone looking for soup kitchens that need assistance. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, more things to plug. Read my webcomics called Devil Went Down to Vegas. It's my baby. It's my passion project. Please check it out. And... Uh, I think that's all the housekeeping items I have. I would like to encourage everybody here to do a U-turn in a sex-filled body and come out <laughs> uh, but as a newborn baby. Uh, don't forget to do that. Yeah, it's it's science. It's so science. You have to. <laughs> this is all science. <laughs> this is all science. All right. 
Uh, remember, don't read where you shit. <laughs>